Good evening and welcome back to Smorgasbord Daily. I'm Pete D. Gaskell, joined as I have been since we've come back this year with a couple of my favourite guests from last year. Well, in case of one of our guests, my favourite guests from two weeks ago. <laughs> we've got Brendan Gary back again, back oh. popular acclaim from someone, I'm guessing. <laughs> I'd love that to be true. <laughs> I really would. <laughs> like someone to raise you. You have a fan. Book him again. He yes. was ace. <laughs> you just have was... one fan. It's just a Chinese fan that just that just keeps you cool. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and back for the first time since last year, we've got Jack Gorney gone back again. Welcome back, Gorney. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. Glad to have you back, mate. It's been a while. Congratulations, <laughs> back on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely no problem at all. Uh, well, let's, you know, as the pleasantry's done, so let's crash straight into moaning and petty peeves. And I'm going to kick off with something, actually, and, and kick off with the exact right description for this to do with football. And it is to do with, yeah, it's to do with Leeds United having changed their badge. And in my view, it's just badge changes and kit changes in particular. <laughs> Um, and things have just changed for absolutely no reason. But they, well, we know the reason. The reason is money, merchandise sales. The badge change is different. That's like a new identity. And I don't know if you guys have seen the new Weeds badge that they unveiled today. Yeah, I thought yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's basically the old badge used to be a Yorkshire rose, and it used to be you know a you know proud Yorkshireman type thing as you'd expect from. From people from Leeds, you know. And the new one is actually a guy doing a sort of very awkward looking salute, sort of like his fist crossing his heart, like, like he's uh, like he's wanted to say Kapla, basically. And it just says Leeds, you know, the blandest font ever written over the top of it. You could knock up something quicker with paint. I'm certain, and this has become a big thing. Apparently, it's gone through like ten focus focus groups, and thousands of fans have decided that it's the way forward. Which is weird, because you know, as soon as they unveiled it, every single fan I've seen on Twitter has reacted like, "What the hell are we wearing?" And that links in for me, because obviously the badges on the kit to kit changes, and the fact that teams change their kits now like twice, three times a season. And that annoys me because that is just purely for merchandise sales. We're like, oh, the kids will want something new for Christmas, so let's get a new one for the January window. So they'll be spending all that hard-earned cash that we've been given for being good on a 50-quid kit. And then in the summer, we get a new one. England kits are particularly noteworthy for that. Every time we've had a couple of friendlies, they change a kit. It's ridiculous. Um, That's right. Um, like, yeah. Literally every got two, three games, they seem to be changing the England kit now. So. Exactly. And <laughs> so. now, now we've got the Nations League. We have a Nations League as well now, and it's just going to mean you've got a Nations League kit, we have a friendly kit, we'll have a qualifying kit, the tournament kit, the training kit for all of these four, which makes another selection of kits available. We're going out in the first one kit. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> the kit for entertaining the wags in. Sorry, I needed to get... Uh, it just brought it all back when I saw this this afternoon on Twitter. It's like, that is my petty beef. I am going to rage about that. And I'm not even a so, Leeds fan, so... <laughs> in fact, very much not a Leeds fan, as a Man United fan, so... <laughs> so capitalism is your petty beef. Yeah? Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> capitalism, down with capitalism and sport. Everyone oh. should wear the same kits, play in the same stadium... In front of no one, while everyone else grafts in the mines. Oh, I don't know. A lot of them do. They just they wear the same kit, but it's all in different colours. Some of them, the Adidas and uh, Nike ones, all look the same. Yeah, I, I think I, I think kits I think have. Kits to, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, I was going to say they they need to change the kits though fairly regularly. Like if you look back at old kits from the nineties, it's all baggy shorts and baggy tops, like. <laughs> It's ridiculous. I love some of those nineties kits. They're legendary. Yes. And some of the, some of the kits were terrible, like the old Spurs purple Holston kit from ninety five. <laughs> uh, like I'm a Spurs fan. That's like one of the worst kits you ever put out. Oh, goalkeeper kits. Goalkeeper kits from the nineties were a thing of beauty. Whose was it? Was it was it 
Liverpool's or, or something like that. But it was just like a, a, like a confetti attack on their jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liverpool had that for a while. Yes. <laughs> yeah, James James was playing from the time. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Back in like the mid nineties, when, when football was good, as, as I like to say. Uh, you know, because we used to win stuff then. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, no. I'd, I'd prefer to stick with the old kits. If it had kept the nineties kit and not moved on to to this, now it's very homogenised. It's like uh, I, I agree with you, Jack. Oh, Adidas kits were basically the same. I mean, who who is it who has? Uh, is it uh, United or Adidas now? Is it Arsenal? Arsenal? Oh, They're Nike, aren't they? I don't remember like Chelsea and Liverpool normally have the same. Mm. Our kit, our kit is very similar to a Liverpool kit from days gone by. Very similar mm. with the red, with the, obviously the white stripes and not and not any frills on it. That sort mm. of a quick save kit, <laughs> no frills. Um, yeah, yeah. Target audience. Let's reference nineties football kits and quick save. <laughs> so all the eighteen to twenty audience will love that, won't they? <laughs> Let's quickly move on before we alienate any youngsters who may have stumbled across this by accident. Um, <laughs> ben, what have you got for us, sir? Okay, so, uh, two patty peas. The first one is a continuation from last week, and that is um, my ongoing war with automatic checkouts at supermarkets. And it's still fucking Morrison's. It's still their checkouts. Um, I wanted to put in enough change to get a nice round number in my change back, so like, you know, a solid two pounds rather than a handful of shrapnel. And all I had was five peas to make it like 35 pence, and it wouldn't take any of them. I had to break a 20 for like one pound something's worth of shopping. Um, but they're quite happy to give you tons of shrapnel in the change, it just won't take anything off you. That's, that's like, you know, mm. probably karma for me admitting to like stealing croissants yeah. from Parsons over the last couple of years, thanks to yeah. the way their pills are bugged. But um, it's like, no, now you will only receive two peas from us from now on. <laughs> but then my second pet peeve um, is job sites that put the details of the employer and the salary behind a paywall. What? So you can't really? see what's going on. Like, so I'm back in the job market again, looking for a job again. And UK Music Jobs are typically the site where I would go to to look for engineering roles, mixing roles, any sort of studio sort of role um, but they do this thing where you get the details of the job, but they won't tell you where it is, they won't tell you who the employer is and they won't tell you what the pay is unless you pay a subscription to become a member, and I just find that really cheeky it's like, kind of... yeah. it's like well, I can't really afford to do that, because I need a job <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't just frivolously give money away <laughs> There is a workaround. Luckily, they don't really print their own adverts. They just sort of take adverts on and just display them. So if you pop yeah, yeah, yeah. the text and Google search it, sometimes mm. you'll find the original advert somewhere mm. else. It's, but yeah, it's yeah. pretty cheeky. Yeah, it is. It is. I have issues with job sites bombarding me with spammy emails. Bombarding me with spammy emails. Not linked to particular jobs that I'm interested in. It's just something random. Um... Yeah, it is still an education, but it's like something I am completely not qualified for, or is is way beyond the level I'm at. It's, yeah. like, it's like I've been a teacher for for two years. I may offer me like governorships and head teacher roles. It's like really, really. Yeah, no, Why are you spamming me with this shit? I can't do it. The, 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 their algorithms are absolutely useless. Like it, <laughs> they'll ask you to put in your last job title. So my last job role was lead supervisor. I was the lead supervisor at the SAE in Oxford, and I taught audio engineering as part of my job. Um, so now I will get roles for um, bar supervisor, lead... <laughs> anything that matches the word lead that says... or supervisor, I guess, in three. So it's like lead counsel for such and such, you know. Lead <laughs> dog walker. Like, so many different random jobs. Nothing connected to audio. They don't... They don't... Yeah, these algorithms don't search in terms of context, they just search for the word. Mm. Which, you know, which, very specific, is we, which, is, yeah. which is why we will always ultimately win in a battle against the machines. Yeah. Um, they just are. defeat them. They're gonna be... So, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that, Ben. Um... Jack. Yeah. Jack, what's your baby piece? 
Uh, my petty peeve um, is quite a simple one, really. Uh, it's YouTube in oh, general. Oh, just, I don't know if you've just... seen uh, this week they've changed their rules on monetization. Oh, uh, so all the small channels that were were getting money for doing so many video views and whatever are now having to hit a harder target to reach kind of thing to get, get monetized. Mm. So the original target was 10,000 views. And I hit that this week. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> which is good. Yeah. At the same time, I'm now getting nothing for it, so it's pretty. <laughs> yeah. It's, so it's, 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 it's revised, isn't it? Is it 4,000 hours of you content in a year? Yeah. 1,000 hours uh, content in a year, and also 1,000 subscribers are also required. So. And they need to be. Like staying put, don't they? It can't be like one day you suddenly bump up to a thousand. It has to be a thousand for a full calendar year or something, isn't it? You can't like just like creep over onto a thousand and then one day someone unsubscribes and it's like, oh, it's made you've reached a thousand, so it's fine. This, this is the problem because a lot of the small channels um, since the announcement have just been following each other. Mm. Yeah, uh, YouTube has a habit of figuring out what you're doing. That and... new, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I'm I'm annoyed because I wish we just earned monetization uh, a couple of weeks ago just to start off with, with our YouTube channel. Hint, that's going to be happening, guys. Boom, uh, plug plug. But yeah, probably now that's not going to happen, is it? The monetization side of it. I mean, Jack, you've been doing YouTube now for a while, and you're building your own, you're building a fan base. But just yeah, because yeah, you you think probably I, I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing you're thinking, well, yeah, I've got to do it all over again now to get anywhere. It's kind of disheartening, I must admit. But mm. um, I just enjoy making videos and yeah. just chatting to people about games and things mainly. So I, I'll, I'll still continue to do it, but it's just yeah. the fact that they're always going to change the goalpost as soon as you mm. get there. What's the what's the fact exactly that you unless you manage to strike lucky and just boom hit the mother word of exactly what's going to work and suddenly your, your views and stuff go through the roof and it's just going it, it is just going to be that but as I always say when we talk about podcasting as well I mean we know that yeah we look at the stats it's a bit of an addiction almost I won't say it's an addiction I don't know yeah it is yeah it is uh, <laughs> you do look at stats and things but mainly that's just to make sure that you, you're not losing too many people and thankfully we're in a good place I'm, I'm happy for everyone that's, that's subscribed to us and uh, the, the thousands of views, thousands of listens. I should say that we've been getting lately. It's 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 hugely appreciated um, down to down to every single last man um, or woman or indeed child. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a case where that's fantastic and I enjoy that. But for me, it's just opportunity just to do what you like doing and that's what podcasting and, and indeed what YouTube is exactly what it should be it should be you taking the opportunity to do what you like and meeting other people and engaging with people who also enjoy that um, Ben I'm sure that's exactly why you've got into podcasting as well are you just chasing the fame hungry are you just a fame hungry whore just chasing the numbers uh, yep <laughs> yeah. no, no, I, uh, <laughs> I got into podcasting because it was a place where I could have a rant mm. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. So I had a, I had an opinion that I wanted to share, and podcasting lets me share it. Mm. But back to the YouTube thing, mm. like the thing that is particularly galling about that sort of reassessment of the the requirements for monetization is that it was a response to the Logan Paul video. Mm. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. It was in an attempt to crack down on bad content. Like and the controversy of the Logan Paul video, they've done this thing which has fucked over smaller YouTubers. Surely you know, we should, yeah. I mean, that's wrong because it wasn't. If he was a small YouTuber and he'd have filmed that, no one had noticed. Yeah, I think well, Logan, that, that Logan Paul video yeah. about the dead body and the suicide yeah. virus was promoted to the YouTube front page by YouTube. Like, because isn't you like one of the top five YouTubers they had uh, up there yeah. at PewDiePie and people like that, isn't it? Well, it wasn't he? Not anymore, thankfully. Yeah, but it, it just seems a, a really ridiculous sort of way of addressing the problem of problematic content. Mm. Um, but... there's, there's a better way is just to, you know, analyse analyze the videos themselves, not not judge people by what they're... Um, no, there, there is a team content. at YouTube that will go through mm. every single posted video mm. um, for graphic content, and I wouldn't want that job. 
No. Because no, there'll be too much of it. There's, there'll be stuff of it all the time. But yeah. it's, it's such a huge, huge thing. I mean, YouTube is one of the most visited sites in the world. Yeah, there is stuff they could do, but I think punishing small YouTubers was not the correct response yeah. to that to that issue. Yeah. yeah. What I argued when I did like my ranty video on it was uh, why the main thing was advertisers coming back to YouTube, because a lot of them have left since PewDiePie's yeah. issues. Mm. Yeah. Causes. But why can't they just blacklist those people that I don't want to advertise on this channel? That's, mm. I just don't understand mm. why they can't do that. <laughs> They've solved most of the issues, but I know there's hundreds of different channels out there, and it takes ages to do some of them. But thousands, yeah, tens but they do it for TV and radio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They, do it, they do it for TV and radio. Advertising agencies will make sure yeah. that you know the the content surrounding the advertising break that they are buying is suitable and relevant to the audience of that show and the brand that's being displayed you know there, mm. there is a synergy there that works on TV and mm. radio already but that like, it, never gets sh- it should work on YouTube too but no because the adverts just happen randomly don't they you get so many adverts that are more targeted to the viewer generally but they have no control over what they are it seems like they're not, they're not uniform videos for they're uh, uniform adverts for videos, are they? They're more targeted to what the viewer wants, the adverts generally, you, you aren't they? Can change, you can change that in the settings somewhere, but they'd never tell you about that. No, <laughs> so. no. Because I, I always end up getting oddly targeted adverts that have nothing to do with the video I'm watching, but are linked to what they believe I would like. Um, mm. So I get so many adverts for weeks, it's somewhere. <laughs> I just, uh, I'm sorry, but I use Adblocker. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed, so do I. Um, if if I'm mm. if I'm watching YouTube videos, it's because I'm watching people mm. that I've subscribed to. Mm. If I want to support them, I'll go to their Patreon or I'll go to their yeah. merch store. Yeah. But yeah, I use ad blocker. Yeah. This this would have a problem with it because there's lots of rumours that that they'll be able to, they'll be taking that away from mm. the direct from to Patreon pages and stuff. Mm. Really, mm. you better put it in your description and stuff. But you won't be able to actually directly tell people click here. Yeah, click spot. here to to sponsor this. I mean, this, they're finding ways around all the time, aren't they? It's that's mm. what a media giant can do. But yeah. Well, it's, well, the great thing is, though, Jack, but it's not stop you. That's the important thing. It's not stop you from um, I, I think from it hit the next goal, really. I guess, mm. but I, it's just uh, it's just frustrating. I think that I've hit <laughs> the ten this week, and then all this happens. So you know, just just unlucky. Same with me. It's one of those things. It's Murphy's Law, isn't it? Anyway, from a slightly serious issue to one that is incredibly serious as we go into our news stories. And I'm going to kick off with one from... Well, it's from the Irish Sun, so... Yes, it's, this, this is serious news. Um, <clears throat> bitch be packing. <laughs> Pet owner left oh, no, stunned. Oh. After vet discovers her female dog... Has male private parts too. Oh. Kim Rowans, 24, was told a growth that she noticed on her French bulldog Luna was actually a penis after taking her female pooch to be checked out for mounting others. So, yeah. Basically, it was a dog owner. She took her pet to the vet because the dog tried to hump other dogs. Surprise, dogs do that. And then she was told it was a hermaphrodite because she thought it was a lump oh. in the crotch and it turned out that that lump was a dick. <laughs> you didn't know it was there before. Is it just literally just grown? <laughs> just a no, we just, we just thought it was a warp or something. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> we started noticing that other dogs were treating her differently. We now know it's because she was giving off confusing smells as a male and a female. So there you go. She's always trying to mount other dogs. We call her a pulling machine because she's a babe magnet. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't want to make assumptions, but I think we know the kind of people that own this dog. Um, she has walk dates with another dog. She's very protective and they think they're girlfriend and girlfriend. Which is nice. Nice. I like the idea of lesbian dogs. But we had to stop her from walking out with another female because she gets too flirty and aroused. Everyone is fascinated by her. Nobody's seen anything like it. I was noticing growth dangling in the months before Luna started to wuss after females. It was getting bigger. <laughs> Did we notice it getting bigger when we were, she's actually humping the dog? Because I think that would make more sense. And to my shock, yeah. I was told that my sweet little, sweet little lady had a penis. It took a while to get our heads around that. 
Chortle, chortle. <laughs> it means it won't be able to have puppies. So that's a shame. That's a shame. Oh. We're pretty devastated. My little daughter treats her like a doll. Some dogs get quite aggressive because they're confused. I'm presuming we're still talking about my dog now, not her daughter. Uh, <laughs> I can't can't help but feel sorry for her. Oh, but see, it may have been cause of being close to a male puppy in the womb. Really? Oh, but they shed a placenta. I don't know. Um, so there's only apparently a dozen dogs of hermaphrodite 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 dogs. Um... Yeah. Basically, basically, this is a, a, a dog that was a hermaphrodite. They didn't know it. And they were stunned because they thought what was a, a wart was a dick. It's like... News? Really? But, yeah. I don't know. Surely. Like, assuming gender there. <laughs> oh, we said she was a girl because... Well, I suppose it's... I'd have thought it was easier to suggest it was a male dog than a female dog. Because a male dog would have telltale signs. I'd That's have thought, privilege, mate. Yeah, I'd, the thing is, I'd have discovered it. <laughs> I've discovered it as a male dog first. Sure. Yeah, I would have. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No. Yeah. Front page news. Front page news. Front page. No. I don't know. It's <laughs> online. <laughs> I don't quite know if he decided to tell us that the owner is a postwoman, but there you go. Uh, and there's lots and lots of pictures of, of said bulldog. Mm. Which, to be fair, they didn't zoom in on, on its genitalia, which kind of defies the point of showing pictures of a bulldog, because you kind of want to have a look to check for yourself, really, wouldn't you? Like, how obvious right. is it? How thick are they? <laughs> <laughs> how big is it? <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> I don't know, gents. Do you do you have dogs of your own? No. No, you're not a dog lover. No. You're a dog hater. No. You're a dog ambivalenter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've met some nice dogs, but mm. you know, that's it. Mm. You have some dogs. Some dogs are good friends with you, but other than that, you're fine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No, I used to be a very dog. Am- I used to be a dog hater, and I've recently been converted. To the um, to, to the doggy side, yeah. Certainly. So the doggy side, I know the doggy side. I've been converted. I think it takes the correct dog to do so. For certain dogs, I'll not. Oh, not ever. If it's if it's sort of like a dog that could be bigger than me and could eat me, that's probably a no no. Because dogs do like to hunt my leg, as a general rule. Yeah, that happens. Jack, do you? Yeah, so I've, got, I've got a cockapoo. Um, well, it's, it's my girlfriend's dog, but I treat, I treat it as my own. <laughs> a cockapoo? Yeah. He's a great dog. What the fuck is that? A cockapoo just sounds like just sounds like some sort of random kid finding dirty words in a dictionary. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so what's it across of? Oh, a poodle, presumably. Is it? Yes, uh, poodle, and I'm not sure the other one, if I'm honest. So. A cockatoo? <laughs> Does it have wings? <laughs> this isn't the island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful <Okay>. reference. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I am just totally picturing that now. I'm just picturing a half cockatoo, half poodle. That's, yeah, that's weird. That is very, very weird. I'll just give you that one. I'm just going to sit here with the awkward plane for a bit. It's all right. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I don't think you broke that out last week. Yeah, last time you were on, did you? So it's good. No. Mm. Yeah. Oh, dear. <clears throat> yes, I, I am in a similar boat, but, but uh, my girlfriend's converted me to the doggy side. And it's, to be fair, yeah, I, I agree. I agree now. So there we go. Um, yeah. But also, I, I kind of know what what gender they are it's, it's kind of the first thing you notice I, I'd, I'd respect their privacy well they yeah. don't respect mine <laughs> that's a problem yeah dogs don't do that no no yeah <laughs> there's no privacy in our home with the dog he just he just pumps everything so. yeah yeah <laughs> including birds apparently it's just his family heritage 
<laughs> oh wow let's move on quickly um, well we're discussing yeah hermaphroditism we'll move on to singular genitalia I'm guessing Jack yeah, <laughs> yeah um, Jack <laughs> <laughs> just the one, one set yes and your story also <laughs> oh yeah that as well yeah <laughs> so um, my story comes from the new Arab okay where you go for your Arab news I guess um, well, only for new ha- news <laughs> New news, of course. Um, Haram sex confuses vagina and causes cancer, says Moroccan Sheik. So, if you're a woman and you have Haram sex, you're more likely to get a cancer, according to this cleric. Uh, I'm going to butcher this name, so I'm going to give it a go. Uh, Sheik Adaraman Sekak sparked outrage when he came out with a statement on his local radio station, Shadar FM. Um, he argues that the vagina decodes husband's sperm like Dan Brown <laughs> I guess so I guess that's the what he was going for but um, basically when, when she engages in intercourse with someone who is not her husband her vagina gets confused because it can't decode the sperm of another man what? what? <laughs> what? The words, the words reaching and bollocks spring to mind. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what he's quite going for here. I think, um, it, I think it's, I think he's, he's trying to say that, you know, sex should only be married, sex for marriage, yeah. and if you don't, you're going to, you know, seven hells are going to rain down on you, which is, yeah. <laughs> um, more, more from the, from the guy, uh, second. Oh, well, he's not finished. He's not finished. Um, Apparently, causes cancer in the uterus. Uh, he, he basically he's, like, he, he's discovered by Western scientists that they had cancer in the certain uterus. And um, sex being banned in Islam is part of the wisdom of extramarital sex. So, what he means by that, I do not know. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. I think first things first. Is he? Is he? Uh, a doctor of any kind. I'm I'm trying to read into this to see if he is, but I, I can't really see. All I've got is that he's a prophet or something. I don't know. We got he's a sheik. That's all I know. He's a sheik. A sheik. A sheik is not a religious um, connotation, though. A sheik is, a sheik is just a. a, 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 a Oh, my, my knowledge of it is just a, a sort of a, a rich sort of lord in my knowledge Man City is only one I can sort of think of yeah Sheikh Mansour yes um, so I don't quite know why he's well, anyway he's got a radio station if he's a Sheikh is a bit strange um, mm. but also why he's sadly just to mouth off about all this which is clearly utter bullshit but he's he's entitled to his views. But is there any <laughs> is there any evidence whatsoever, or is he just well, trying try to say follow my guidelines or bad stuff will happen? Yeah. Um, well, I'm not really sure. He just it just basically just I think he's just trying to put his belief out there, kind of thing, rather well, than if you're gonna pick. I mean, this is this is this is this is dark, dark territory. But I have to say, if you're gonna pick a disease that you would link to extramarital sex, it would not be cancer, would it? It would be an STD. That would make a lot more sense if you're gonna say don't have extramarital sex with you because you could get X, Y, and Z. That is clearly more appropriate than saying you're gonna get cancer. I would assume. I, uh, why would not just say that? Because that is medically proven. If, if you know, if you have that, I mean, there's much more of a chance of getting that. I would have thought. I don't know. Also, I do love the term decode as well. I do think I now have an image of Tom Hanks yeah. crawling into a woman's vagina and trying to analyse it in a bad way. <laughs> it's like turning up in like really dodgy porn films now. Like, I'm going to decode you. How <laughs> <laughs> are we just ruining Tom Hanks? <laughs> sorry then you're, then sorry, you're sorry. disgusted I don't know I'm just thinking like what was it called haram sex yeah haram yeah I don't, I'm not yeah. quite sure what haram I think no, it's I, sex, I sex, like, sex outside I'm, marriage yeah Yeah. 
I, I'm fairly familiar with like most of the categories you see on mm. Pornhub, but I've never come across that one before. <laughs> never come across that one. You want to be? Perhaps that's of a discerning viewer. <laughs> it's one of the hidden yeah, genres. That, that whole story feels like bollocks to me. Um, yeah, I think it's a guy who's got some views and he's got a platform to spout them on, and he's just making it up. I mean, it's, it's basically just saying, yeah, bad stuff will happen. I don't know why you say decode. Decode. It's always me, gentlemen, you're of a certain age. And by that, I mean you're of a similar age to me. Okay. Um, Ratman, do you remember when you used to have game books? Like, you know, you're like your fantasy and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Steve yeah. Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Steve Jackson was an absolute legend. Um, and some of them used to come with code books and stuff, didn't they, as well? Um... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking of that, just <laughs> for an extramarital sentence. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> right, yes. You have, to, you have to add this up first before you can do it. So, oh, God. I've met them. They're very cool. Yeah, yeah. Although, as, as, as some people would probably say, if you, if you were uh, 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 someone who indulged in game books, you probably weren't having sex at all anyway, were you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know, it's a burn It's a burn that affects me also, but there you go <laughs> To be fair, when I played them I was about eight, so I, I, I've kind of justified <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on <laughs> yeah. Let's. Although I do want to have a fighting fantasy collection I do want to, I want to get all the, um, the fighting fantasy And um, what was the other one? That was the um, more sci-fi based variation because there was one it was, it was basically I think it was from the same publisher but I can't think what it was called it was a sci-fi variation of it and I devoured them I know I can't it. think no oh damn we're going to have to talk it up we're going to have to talk it up this is a point of a podcast where we google Um. oh what are they called I don't think it was Steve Jackson although he did um Obviously, he's a legend. Behind them. Oh! While you, while you do that, I had to explain to someone who Bagpuss was at work today. What? No, really? What? Yeah. She wow. She work, she's 19, and she didn't know what Bagpuss was. I'm like... Incredible. Incredible. That's, that's thing. If they don't know who Bagpuss is, they're too young for you. Yeah. That's my... Totally. That's going to be my new, my new sort of bottom line. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting, actually, talking about children's characters. Is it not, Bren? That was such a seamless segue into my it news was article. Indeed. I'm so impressed. <laughs> yeah, so my article is sticking on the same sort of theme in a roundabout way. Um, and it is the revelation this week that the man who played Barney the Dinosaur for 10 years is now a tantric sex guru. <laughs> yeah, but but apparently um, his his move into the tantric sex guru market isn't a new thing, and like he's been fascinated by the Hindu spirituality of the whole idea of tantra for for a long time, and in fact he poured that into his performances as Barney the Dinosaur. So think about that next time you're watching that purple-headed monster. Go. Doing Kama Sutra stuff as Barbie. No, 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 doing tantra stuff, it's different stuff. Isn't that, isn't that, I yeah, thought Kama Sutra was, was tantric. Oh, oh enlighten us, please. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, he, he, he practices tantric massage, um, which although other people say shouldn't happen, most of it... Is this happy end. ending stuff? Yeah, 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 he believes that... Um, to, to reach the highest state of awareness and self-consciousness, you know, that his client should engage in unprotected penetrative sex with him. Uh, oh, no. Every, like, everybody else is going, no, <laughs> no, you shouldn't, but you can't argue with a man in a 12-foot dinosaur costume. I was going to say, he doesn't still wear the suit, sure. <laughs> I'm not sure, I'm not sure. I'd like, I'd like to think that, I'd like to think that he does. <laughs> I'd like to think that when he's doing tantric massage for his clients, he's still wearing a dinosaur costume. Um, you know. Does he sing the song as well? Hey, <laughs> the song just, just links together. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. 
I managed to get one purple-headed monster joke into that as well. I know. Well done. <laughs> you slipped it in. <laughs> so to speak. What she said. Indeed. But, uh, yeah, so there we go. Like, nothing nothing really to delve into and, and no analyse. No details? No details? No. no. <laughs> Are you PGing this up here, Ben? <laughs> I don't know. I've given, you, I've given you the full, the full hard R rating of the story. Really? Like, but it's not like got decode dinosaur sperm. I think you, know? you should. I think you should. You should decode Barney sperm, surely. He's not actually the dinosaur pee. Oh damn it! It's so, so, see what I asked a question before as well. What is the difference between tantric and Kama Sutra? Then, then, seeing as you have a font of knowledge in this area, apparently. Well, the Kama Sutra is the title of a book. Yes, but the, I thought the moves performed within are uh, that sort of genre. Am I wrong? But you can, you can like your listeners won't have the benefit of the video um, of, of this cast, <laughs> so they won't be able to see me like, performing this right now, of course. If there, if there ever was a picture that was the definition of someone who has no idea what kind of century is, like it's this guy right here. <laughs> Okay. You could so, be pointing at any of the three of us, to be honest. You I'm don't sure, know I'm which. Sure <laughs> I'm sure it's a semantic difference between the two. Mm. And I'm sure, mm. like, that's all it is. But is it all pressure points and stuff? Let's just say it is. That's a different thing <laughs> altogether, mate. Pressure points. That's 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 something else. That's safe word included, right? <laughs> now that definitely is something you got familiar with and put <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, oh oh, yeah, and 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 the really exciting stuff too. <laughs> this is taking a worrying turn. So it does. <laughs> I wish you could indulge in alcohol to to um, to, to drown your sorrows, there, but I, I have to make do. Um... <laughs> well, it's your stupid fault between dry January, isn't it? It is. It is. Although it's almost an end. It's almost at an end, thankfully. You're going to go out and get absolutely shit face on February the 1st? Um, You're going to stay up until midnight, uh, January the 31st, and as soon as it goes woman past midnight, you're just going to crack off my bottle of Jack Daniels and neck it. I'm being incredibly naughty, though, because I'm actually having a bubble because it's a friend's birthday on Saturday. So I am actually going to have a bubble. So for that 12-hour for that period of the afternoon and evening... Then I am going to be able to drink, and then I'm going to just have it add it on, so it'll be February the second. But I can I continue. Want, you disappoint me. Like <sighs> certain I things. You were going to do it. I didn't know you'd half ass it like this. Like this I, I thought a, you'd just go full out. It's ninety percent arsing. <laughs> it's not half arsing. It's ninety percent arsing. <laughs> it's a ten percent. Yeah. <laughs> it's a swipe it's bubble. Weird. It's a swipe bubble, and it, it's it's a. It's it's an entitled bubble. I've done twenty, I mean twenty seven days up to that point, which is incredible for me, basically. Um, you see, we made a podcast recording in that time as well. I mean, <laughs> um, anyway, let's move away from my feelings to well, analysing others. As it's time for Smorgy How, which is based off the uh, browser game Damn Dot Dog, which I recommend if you've got plenty of time to spare. Um, where you get presented with a drawing from that wondrous font of knowledge that is WikiHow. Uh, and I will be describing this image to my, uh, to my esteemed gentleman here. And then you have a choice of four articles that it can be from. Okay. And it's okay. up to you to decide which it is from. And we shall start with this one, which is a guy that looks oddly like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, except it's Shaggy carrying around a, uh, well, it's either a skateboard or a gigantic vibrator. Um, I'm going to say it's a skinny skateboard. Does it have wheels, mate? They could be wheels or they could be testicular accessories. I'm not sure. That's why I'm leaning towards skateboard. (laughs) Though it is oddly phallic. Um, He also is wearing a bucket hat and has a vest. So he's, he's one of those kind of guys. <laughs> he's a skater. It's fine, mate. It's not a dildo. It's a skateboard. Yeah. Um, watching him is a guy dressed as a Mountie. <laughs> okay. Okay. Although That's not with, except with a Canadian Mountie hat, he's wearing a beret instead. So, so oh. less. Uh, he's wearing he's wearing a very red rose red 
top and he's wearing black pants but he, he can be a mounty um, anyway the original guy with a skateboard and um, you know with classic skating attire is thinking of books and scrolls in his mind basically so we've got a skateboard dude thinking of books and scrolls whilst another random guy watches on who's wearing a beret because he's a dick and <laughs> 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 um, the four options are is it how to deal with a friend's death hopefully not let's go skateboarding into the oblivion how to gargle how to appreciate the Simpsons or how to not get arrested while skateboarding are you going to fall into the obvious trap here <laughs> are you sure it's not how to escape from a French paedophile <laughs> <laughs> well, possibly. <laughs> it's 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 the last one. It's the how to get arrested by skateboarding. Yeah. Although, why is be. he why yeah. is he thinking of books and stuff? Is he thinking of the laws of skateboarding? Yeah, he's learning his rights, isn't he? Ah. He's that skater. Jack, you in, you uh, in agreement there? I think I'm in agreement. Yeah, I think it's got to be number four. It is. It is. <laughs> Fine. Okay. This next one's a challenging one. There's two people. One's a guy. One's a girl. Um, the guy is just casual sitting there. He has, he has a very bad haircut, like a sort of a bowl cut, but that's not an issue. He also has, uh, I think they're nasal piercings, or he could just have stuck two cotton buds up his nostrils. <laughs> um, that's him, and he looks like slightly cross-eyed, so I think he has actually stuck two cotton buds up his nose. And um, the girl who's sitting with him is laughing her head off at his behaviour. <laughs> okay. The options are... How to avoid creating a weak villain. How to tell if a girl is interested in you. How to be subtle about getting a guy to call you back. Or how to induce nightmares. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's number two. You think it's how to tell a girl is interested? You do something utterly stupid and she still giggles. And if if they laugh at you, then yeah. Yeah. How to avoid creating a weak villain was the first one. How to tell if a girl is interested in you. How to be subtle about getting a guy to call you back. Or how to induce nightmares. As much as I'd like it to be number four, I think it's number two as well. Yeah. <laughs> it is indeed how to tell a girl is interested in you. I'm guessing it's exactly that. If you look like an idiot and she still laughs. Yeah, it works for me all the time. <laughs> uh, this next one is weird. It's three guys, I'm assuming in an office. And they are... To quote the IT crowd, standard nerds. Um, <laughs> one of them is wearing braces and a green polo shirt and got glasses on and a very bad haircut. Another guy is wearing graph paper, a graph paper shirt um, and he's also got a bow haircut. And another guy is wearing a shirt and looks like he's got a very bad haircut as well. And they're all standing on a desk and they're playing with model trees. In the background, it's a, there's a map. Um, it looks like a very odd map because it looks more like a tangram and a sort of brown drawing with, with dots on it. So it's three guys standing on a table with playing with toy trees. Okay? Yeah. The options are, is it how to be a punk? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, obviously not. How to convince people at school that you're a vampire? <laughs> Which is a fantastic article, I have to admit. How to create urban rainforests. We have a winner, I think. Or how to tell if a church is a cult. Yeah, number three. You think it's a rainforest? (laughs) Number three. I'd love it to be the vampire one, but it's number two. The vampire one's cool. Yes. you put school you're a vampire by being a nerd, playing with toy trees in a school classroom. (laughs) In a geography room, apparently, because there's a map. That would be a really bad vampire film, though, if that, that like, just like, wooded put trees down. Yeah. Would it be worse than Twilight? No. Although, no. surely, if you're, if you're a vampire and you're planting trees, you are planting the seeds of your own destruction, as there will be more wood to form stakes out of, and hence you can get killed much easier than if you didn't plant trees in a random area. I think that's a self-defeating plan. Which is why it's not the answer. I would love it. To quote Kevin Keegan, I hope we're back to 90s football again. I would love it if it was. 
But it is, yes, how to create Urban Rainforest. <laughs> so, you cut away quite nicely there, gentlemen. So, I'm going to inst- just play a fourth one. I'm breaking my own rules because I want to test you to your limits. Here we go. Right. Okay. Okay, okay. This this one... Oh, damn it. I think this one has also been... Oh, I, don't know, I don't know. This is a girl lying on a load of bubbles. She's she's on a bubbles. I'm guessing it's sort of like supposed to be a bubble bed. I don't know if those exist, but she's on bubbles. Basically, it looks like she's just sort of wandered off a set of Austin Powers during a transition. Um, she's... You'd say she's decently attractive. She's got, like, long blonde hair. And she's winking at the camera. And she's also sticking her tongue out, but in a seductive way. Um, how to be a cam girl. Well, the options are how to be a good entertainer. How to act like Bella from Twilight while she's showing emotion, so no. <laughs> <laughs> Why? She sat in a chair for a year in one of the Twilight films. <laughs> and talked sad. Um, how to talk dirty in bed. Or how to fake a pregnancy. It's number three, I think. How to talk dirty in bed. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. What's the second one again? How to act like Bella from Twilight. Oh, what's the first one? How to be a good entertainer. I don't think it's the first one. No, because that's, that's not like YouTube that's, that's, or anything. That's, that's like that's like Butwin's entertainer, isn't it? That's yeah. Redcoats. It's, it's, a type of enter- type of enter- it's a type of entertainment, that's for sure. Yes. Um... <laughs> Oh, I think it's number three. You've talked dirty. I think it'd be number three as well. I'm very, I'm unsure on number one. So I think it's three though. It's how to act like Bella from Twilight. No. It totally no, is. Yeah. I'm looking this one up. Yeah. How to? It's uh... it's step two. Be clumsy, weak, frail, and accident prone. Apparently. So I don't know why it describes a picture. Well, what's the bubbles all about? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's an oxygen tank. Maybe she's been accident prone and just sort of like punctured a lung. <laughs> like, the, the, I'm, I'm looking at the picture now. Yeah. She's got one eye, she's got one eye closed. She's got, like, it's like, a wink, isn't it? It's seductive, isn't it? Back. No, it's not. I'm, like, I'm really, I'm really concerned, Pete, that you thought that would be an attractive picture. It's a terrible cartoon. It's seductive. Yeah, it's a bad picture, but it's meant to be seductive. She's got an eye closed as a wink, and she's got a tongue stuck out. And I sort of like... <laughs> she looks like she's had a stroke, Pete. <laughs> so are you saying she's accident prone? <laughs> Or weak, or what? So, what? I think your description was misleading. It was not. It was a very accurate description. I thought she was. I was leading you towards her being sultry because I thought she was. Does she look clumsy, weak, frail, or accident <laughs> Does she look like any of the things it describes her as? No. No. So there you go. <laughs> it's very. It's a very bad one. Yes. But you know me. I, was, I, was, I get salty yeah. shit. I love step three after this as well, which is assure your appearance is as plain as possible, but stand right there like you're pretty anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's awful. She's wearing a she's wearing a red top and she's like looking away and she's trying to give herself cleavage, but she's got nothing, nothing happening up top. And you no. can't... Always remember to wash your face in the morning and at night and wear sunscreen. Like you know what people do wash their face in the morning not just if we're going to act like Bella from Twilight whereas I'm doing that in the morning as well I like number five number five says be very curious and it's got a thought bubble with literally nothing in <laughs> like, be an completely empty <laughs> Bella is very curious loving mm. headstrong sometimes sarcastic be curious and she's thinking of nothing that's brilliant I love that one so, daily habits, work hard in school. Bella is dumb, but tries her best at school with one of the steps. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Be oh, helpful around the house. That. Read classics or books from school. Jane Austen, Shakespeare, Chaucer stuff. Wow. There's no way they read Chaucer in school. Remember that you do not need an Edward Cohen. Well, she kind of did. I thought it was a point of her books. Yeah. Be a doormat. It actually says one of his steps is be a doormat. Really? Be a doormat. <laughs> I, I, 
the author of this article is a man. Yeah. You just know it is. Yeah. Wow. Bella wears straight leg and skinny boot cut jeans. Or oh, care in your hygiene and appearance, but always wear sunscreen instead. <laughs> Keep watching Twilight. <laughs> Maybe don't watch it again if you're into this level. <laughs> I agree there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there we go. Let's move on uh, to our final segment, which is the weirdest link where I give you a stop word and a start word and a stop word I should say I give you a start word and a stop word and you have to meander your way from one to the other in the most convoluted way possible and the loser has to do a challenge and today's challenge is linked somewhat to one of the things we discussed earlier it better not be <laughs> Barney, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's performed tantric sex poses. <laughs> so we shall start with Bren, as you've done this before, so you can all eat us off, sir. And oh, I hate it. I hate it. I, hate it. Yeah. I, I, I always lose. I hate losing. You played this game once. Actually, you could win a game for once. Yeah, uh, Banks, you just... Yeah. So we, we, we're both losers here. <laughs> <laughs> I've, never won a, I've never won a contest on this. And when I have won a contest, it was on the birthday show and he fucking gypped me out some points. <laughs> you still didn't win, though. I, was, I, was, I swear to God, I was salty on that for so long. Oh, I know, I know. I wouldn't come back on the show for pray. I watched it back on the YouTube and you can quite clearly see that like, I'm in yes. time with my answers. And he's like, nope, we're out of time. No, 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 no. <laughs> Fail. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you have to... Oh, okay. You have to meander your way from Roald Dahl, the children's oh, author, to Soap. <laughs> Starting from now. Okay, um, Roald Dahl was one of my favourite authors when I was a kid, um, and he helped me through quite a lot. A lot of his books were really interesting, I loved the illustrations that went with them. Um, and I remember distinctly, back in the 80s, I was living in South Wales at the time, and every year my mum would go to Wyland with one of me or my sisters, be uh, just a trip, and we'd go across to see the family and everything. And I was still a bit concerned about flying. I didn't really like it. Uh, so I had Fantastic Mr. Fox as my book, which used to read on the plane. And I remember I was so focused on reading that like the flight to Shannon, I think it was, was over before I knew it. It was Fantastic Mr. Fox that I read sort of cover to cover. Yeah. Anyway, we landed and we ended up going to see my gran and they stayed in this lovely little town called Ballylanders. And... Uh, like, it's one of those Irish towns that is just a street. So, like, it's just like <laughs> one, it's just one street, and it's got a church, a school, a handful of houses, a couple of pubs, and a garage that's the local shop. And me and my gran and my mum would play Scrabble. And I remember distinctly the first night that I cheated because. I was a little shit, and uh, you know when you draw the tiles out of the box, out of the bag, mm. we used to draw them from the box. So they'd all be face down, and I would arrange it so I knew where different things were. Um, and I drew amongst my seven letters enough letters to make sure I was going first and spell zodiac, which is a fucking tremendous score first time out of the bag when you're a nine-year-old. Like, um, so <laughs> my both my gran and my mom immediately accused me of cheating, which I denied vehemently. Um, and I swore in the process of denying it. And it was that point that my gran went into the kitchen, got some soap, came out, and forcibly washed my mouth out. Boom. <laughs> Brilliant. Great. I have to well, ask, Blake, seeing your last time, is that true? Is that true, sorry, this time? Yeah, more or less. More or less. <laughs> not, the, not the washing my mouth out was safe but everything up to me cheating part yeah that was true yeah. 
<laughs> I, have to, I have to ask, gents, I don't know if you're in the same place, but the first time you accidentally let a swear go in front of your parents, it's absolutely horrifying, isn't it? Or was it not for you guys? It was yeah. for me, because I grew up in quite a, a, a run-down household. And and I'd been at school, and I'd been a rebel. And I think I was playing Sabutio with my dad. And my mum was... No, it was with my mum. Because I remember saying shit after I considered an own goal, because I was crap at Sabutio <laughs> for many mm-hmm. a year. And she took me to massive task, and I felt so embarrassed for ages. I was really bad, actually. So there you go. <laughs> You've just brought that memory back. Well done, Ben. <laughs> I do what I can. <laughs> well, you did a really good time, actually. You did 2 minutes 16.67 there. That was a wonderful Shaggy Dog story. Ronnie Corbett-esque. Um, so, Jack, do you think you can beat that is the important question. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Well, you've got to work your way, Jack, from Netflix Originals... To oranges. Oranges? <laughs> to oranges. Starting from now. This is going to be great stuff, because I uh, don't actually have a Netflix. <laughs> 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 um, right. What I do know about Netflix originals is there's a shirt moment called Stranger Things. Mm. And a lot of people keep saying that this is the show to watch at the moment. I don't know quite know why. I mean, every... Like, Loads of people keep telling me I need to watch it, and I, every time I think about like, people tell me think like, to watch things, it just puts me off. You know, I don't know if you get the same sort of thing. But when I when I like was younger, I got put off by a lot of things when I was younger, and that, like in terms of if someone told me to do something, I would do the opposite kind of thing. And um, one of those things that I um, well, there's quite a few things that I did. But, but the, one of them was chicken. I, I eat chicken at all now. Mainly because people said it's the best meat there is. Everyone loves, everyone loves chicken. And I, I, I just don't I've never really been a big fan of it. I don't know. But one of the other things that uh, I don't eat is also oranges. Oranges don't eat. Boom. And because of it's and I just didn't never enjoyed eating oranges, but whenever anyone peels an orange like in the office or out out in the place or whatever wherever I'm am, I just hate the smell of oranges. It really gets up my nose and it's like oh, I'm so ill whenever I like hear someone like, peel, hear someone peeling and like the smell of a peeled orange like, Eve and I don't know why. It's a really but really? well, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I have to admit, I have to admit, I don't like oranges as oranges. I like orange juice and orange flavour. But if someone gave me an orange, I'd throw it back at them. You know, if, oh, wife, gives, if wife gives you orange, if wife gives you oranges, don't. I don't know. I hate that phrase, by the way. That's a petty peeve for the future. If wife gives you lemons, make lemonade. That's an absolutely vile phrase. Um, well, Chuck, you managed to write in 1 minute 20.49. Which means oh, Ben has won a game. Yes. For shocking your face is palpable, Bren. I'm so relieved. I've had so many challenges on this fucking show. <laughs> it does mean, though, Joe, unfortunately, you have to perform a challenge. And it is. Unfortunately, you have to sing Barney's song. Oh, God. But in keeping with what we now know that Barney the Dinosaur Man does, oh, no. you have to sing it in as seductive a way as you possibly can for us, Briz. Oh, <laughs> and Ben is oh. just thanking his orky stars he won this oh, challenge. I, I dodged a fucking bullet on this one. <laughs> so, while, so while you ponder exactly... Yes. Yeah. So while you ponder exactly how many um, how many subscribers you're going to lose in the morning, Jack, I'll... Uh, oh, I'll if, if it doubles from after this, I'll be well impressed. Yes. <laughs> you, can, you can get to monetization again now. Um, so while you, while you prepare yourself for that, um, Ben, would you like to once again promote yourself, so where you are, where we can find you and what you can do? Yep, so you can find me on the Twitters at, at NerdVersusWorld, um, or you can head over to the website, which is thewonkyspanner.com. We've got a number of different podcasts up there, including my own, 
so you can check out Brave New Worlds, which is the Starburst magazine liter- literary book um, podcast, and then we've got the Wonky Gamer, and then we've got a couple of other convention highlights as well. Um, in terms of our next live appearance, I think we're going to be at the Sci-Fi Weekender, uh, so that's the end of March. Uh, we're trying to do a, trying to get a panel on podcasting organised. Come along and check that out if you're around. And we'll be doing our usual interviews and uh, crowd that'll, stuff. Anyway, I'll be back in Wales again this year. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. up in uh, Perfelli. Yeah, always, always worth correctly. it. Yeah, it's awesome. It's, yeah. A, it's a great convention. It's really, really fun. Yeah, it's really, yeah, really intimate convention for such a big convention. If you know what I mean. Yeah, but. yeah. It's, it helps with the venue, though, doesn't it? Really? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, and. Bren and Spindle's panels are well, yeah. Spindle's has been on the podcast just before this one. Bren is on this one. Um, you've experienced them separately. You've experienced them together. If you listen to a birthday yeah, yeah. show, uh, <laughs> you understand. You understand where they come from. You understand why they, their panels are absolutely brilliant. As is their show. Um, so definitely check out Nervous World. Check out the Wonky Spanner. Like we said, um, Spindles has so many shows he's hosting on there these days. And, yeah. yeah. And they're fantastic to a fault. Um, don't forget to check out the audio play that Ben is on, of course. Oh, yeah. We were in an audio play with uh, Kevin Smith and Rory McInerney and uh, Magenta from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm. So go and check that out. It's from Dr. Squee, the Gallifrey, mm. Gallifrey Sands podcast. Um, yeah, that was a good laugh. That was I'm a cynical, angry alien. So not at all typecast. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, yeah, and definitely get in touch with him. Ben's one of the um, he's one of the good guys of podcasting as well. If if you've got a podcast and and um, and and he, you know he's, he uh, he your follow Fridays have become things of uh, epic proportions, haven't they? <laughs> Don't know how uh, many tweets you do always, now. <laughs> I'm always mm. doing stuff on the Twitches as well. Mm. So like, there's always something going on, whether it's uh, just a poll of your favourite films mm. or a birthday celebration for a particular actor. Just, I'm always there to chat. Just mm. get involved. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm unemployed, so you know. He's always Any available. Twitter, <laughs> always, yeah. always free. Always free. He's, he's, I say he's one of the good guys. So um, thanks for bobbing by again, Ben, and uh, I'm winning for once. I know. I'm going to save this one. I know you should. Uh, unfortunately, Jack, now it's your time to hopefully put, do something that you'd rather forget. But uh, yeah. would you like to take it away, sir? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You love me. We're a happy family with a great big hug and a kiss from me to you. Don't you say you love me too? <laughs> that is so ruined now, isn't it? No, it's alright. That is so that is so ruined now knowing what he does. <laughs> well done, Jack, well done. Bravo, sir. Impressive, you. impressive. You're more than ever right to promote yourself, sir, and tell us where you are and where we can find you and what you can do, sir. Hi. Um <laughs> well most of my stuff is at Gorney seven seven eight nine, which is at G A W N Y seven seven eight nine. Um, you can also find me on the Nintendo Podcast System, which is a podcast all about Nintendo games and what we've been playing and not news and features and things like that. Mm. Um, you can find that on Twitter, Facebook, and on the usual podcast catches. So Nintendo Podcast System. Mm. That's terrific. And also your YouTube as well. Uh, my YouTube is uh, the same, youtube.com slash gormy7789. Mm. Um, sorts of different things going on at the moment um, I've done a lot of Pokemon Go videos, I've been sort of slowly out in the last couple of days um, I've been playing through FTL which is an old um, oh, Fast and Light yes. yeah. Absolute yeah. classic mm. and it's been quite fun to play through that mm. uh, yeah I've got a few other things coming up. I started Sonic Mania last year and never finished it so I'm going to go back to that and Lots, lots of other little things and pieces. I'm, I'm, like vlogs and things in the future as well to try and up my video views and subscribe. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you are you are a terrific 
shall we say, content creator, I think that's the term we, 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 we like to use, um, definitely, like I said, check out in, if you're involved with Nintendo at all and interested in any Nintendo games, particularly now with the Switch, obviously, being the console du jour, then um, there's, there's plenty to uh, plenty to talk through as well. So definitely check them out on that. Uh, Gorney's playthroughs are fantastic as well. He's a he's a he's a, he's a darn good uh, OX player. He's, he, you know your stuff and you're entertaining with it. So, so that's you know that's that's all I ask. Um, and yeah, and you're, you're fantastic. And um, more than welcome to come back on. As are you, Ben, as well. If you can Is find it? the time. <laughs> No, you're not salty. No, you're not salty. (laughs) Suits for making three losses in a row. Oh yes, (laughs) I'm sure you will, Jack. I'm sure. I'm sure you will avoid that fate in future. Um, So yeah, this has been Smoke Sport Daily. I'm Peter Gaskell. Uh, You can find us as always on the various podcasters, iTunes, Stitcher, Acast. If you do find us on there. Uh, please feel free to give us a five star review uh, and, and subscribe to us as well uh, our subscribers recently have, have been increasing dramatically so that's been fantastic uh, really pleased with that so make sure you do because there's going to be a lot more to come uh, and if you do give us a five star review we will mention you on the next available show as well so there's incentive for you potentially you could even guess as well if you want to contact us at any point you can contact us via twitter at smugsportpod uh, via instagram somehow at smugsportpod or you can email me at smugsportpod at gmail.com as well and uh, I'm more than happy to chat with you about all the various uh, bits and pieces and mayhem that we uh subscribe to on this show so make sure to keep an eye on our feeds we will be having undergoing a bit of a, uh, a regeneration over the next couple of weeks we will uh, diversify somewhat so keep your eyes peeled for that there's, there's going to be new stuff kicking off uh, so yeah it's been, it's been another terrific show and I hope to see you next time thank you for listening bye